Welcome to Two Mics. Today I'm joined by a team of experts in their many, many years of experience being men and women. <laughs> <laughs> in the house, Kuna Cyrus. Uh, uh, Cyrus is a, what do you do? An architect of the land, land architect. <laughs> I was also joined uh, by Inkashen. She said I introduced her Christian girl, but also she's, hey, this lady is seriously badass. And then I'm also joined uh, by Janira. Uh, she's not Indian, so that name should not confuse you. Uh, Janira uh, is a lawyer by profession. I'm also joined by Titus. He works in the scamming industry of the insurance. These guys are scammers, I'm telling you. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have you on, on set. Today we're going to have a discussion on um, the impact that COVID has had on uh, men and women and in the workplace. I hope you're going to have a good time. Yes. So, um, there's a video that I was making rounds a while back here, Caroline Mutoko, um, uh, and I think one of the uh, takeaways from that video, men are to blame for the fact that uh, the, the numbers of deaths and, and infections are more skewed towards, um, towards them. Right, uh, so Caroline was saying that men are uh, not taking their fruits. Uh, men are not showering for whatever reason. I don't know what they are thinking. Uh, so be, no, but she said she said that we are not showering. So typically, men don't observe hygiene well. So now during COVID, when we need to observe hygiene, that is being transferred here. So we are not washing our hands. We are not sanitizing. Just generally, we are not taking care of ourselves. And it's not a matter of ignorance. It's our quote-unquote, toxic masculinity. <laughs> yes. So, we are being told to eat healthy. We refuse. We insist on eating meat every day. We are being told to take our vitamin supplements or eat fruits. We refuse. We say we ain't about that life. When we feel sick, we refuse to go to the doctor. We take our herbs and say we'll tough it out because that's 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 what men are doing. Yes. And, and, and you see now, that made me want to... Um, kind of explore this topic where um is it uh, when it comes to when it comes to you know these numbers my opinion would be different uh because well i agree with her that generally men tend to be a bit more callous callous is careless right um a bit more callous than the than women are and therefore when it comes to COVID, when I was a cure, maybe that's one of the factors, right? But in my opinion, um, and I think research is also showing that uh, part of the reason is men kind of are going out of their way to provide for their families. Um, and and once, even when you look at, when you look at, uh, I was looking at some data on job losses in the US, apparently women have been affected more by unemployment than men have been, right? So it kind of shows that men are out there and generally, men are the ones. I can feel bad. You, <laughs> I'm about to get slaughtered right now. I don't. <laughs> I don't like what Caroline. Her facts, are, they're correct. The implication is not entirely correct. I agree that our behavior is part of the reason why we are being affected more. But it's not the whole story. It's part of the reason, but it's not yeah. all the reason. So she can't sit there and say the reason men are being impacted more by COVID is because of themselves. Nobody truly understands what's happening. And I don't think 
around this table, we can answer the question for like why are men being affected more? Because black people are also being affected more. Um, and there's definitely a lot of different um, hypotheses as to why that is. I think for COVID, we can just wait until we have learned enough as a people um, to make conclusions about why particular genders or why particular races are being affected more. Um, however, I don't think the um, reasons tabled by Caroline are accurate, just based on what this, 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 uh, the people around this table are saying. I like that you've acknowledged we don't have all the information to draw conclusions, but in 2020, that's not what people do. <laughs> <laughs> we... We have to comment on, on everything, even if we don't have all the information. Um, maybe to add something. Okay, in my line of work. Okay, so specifically in natural work, um, we are interested a lot in mortality rates, and along with that, the morbidity rates, the rates of sickness. And one, one strike, striking thing um, that's undebatable, even pre-corona and everything, it's something very well known, um, is that men. Um, die early uh, men uh, die younger basically they're more yeah. disproportionately affected by death. diseases and death <laughs> everything <Die>. bad everything <laughs> bad <laughs> <Men die. laughs> everything bad I think um, this first of all is coming from a place where I haven't watched the video but as per what I've heard is that her, her hypothesis was that men generally are not as hygienic as women mm. and Yes, you don't take care of yourselves as well. The reality is, the WHO has told us time and time again, if you don't want to get COVID or if you want to reduce your chances of getting COVID, what do you do? Wear a mask, wash your hands. Yeah. So the numbers clearly show that, yes, there's, there's, a, there's a disproportionate um, effect, like men are being affected more. So I don't think we can fairly say, and we all know that men don't wash their hands as much as women do. I can, that I can, I can stand by. <laughs> so there is, yeah, pre-corona. And you see, corona was just, it's just an effect. We can now see the effect of people not washing your hands more. So I think, yes, men are less careful and it might be a factor. We don't know what other factors could be in play. But I do think that it does have something to do with it. Actually, um, what, uh, what... Uh, you have said concerning uh, men uh, being uh, less um, hygienic. I kind of agree with, with it on a general point of view. When you look at it generally, uh, men might be a bit more nonchalant yeah. when it comes yeah. to, to their personal hygiene. But um, on the issue of death, I th uh, men dying earlier, I, th I think there's something that, uh, and even as an actuarial, the, the scammer, uh, he works in, in the insurance industry, the biggest scammers of all time. <laughs> so from right from now on, we'll refer Ukiskia the scammer. Just know you're talking about Titus Magua. But anyway, <laughs> so uh, what uh, the scammer said: um, the men tend to die more, and and uh, biologically speaking, um, uh, I was reading a research that was t was saying that uh, the 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 chromosomes that are, uh, are cater for uh, immunity generally are usually in the X chromosomes, right? Mm -hmm. And remember, a man is X and Y, right? And women have X and X. So biologically speaking, they are predisposed yeah. to be more um, more 
I would say they're more susceptible to diseases. No, they're they are more susceptible. Men are more susceptible yeah, yeah. to diseases uh, when you compare to women, right? And 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 trust me, women are strong. Women are designed to be generally generally stronger than than men, right? Women can t- No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm saying Immunity. I'm talking about physical. I'm talking about uh, 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 not uh, not uh, not uh, resilience. Yeah. So women are, are are more. They can take much more pain uh, than men can, and that is a biological fact. This is this is so true. This is so true. But 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 then I, I would want to I, I'd want to uh, uh, counter what Ingashian said. Um, you see, uh, I, I I I would be of the opinion that uh, men are being exposed to COVID more because they are out more on a general point from a general point of view from a general point of view men ukiangalia the work the, the kind of jobs if you look at the the, the kind of neighborhoods where these uh, diseases are very prevalent especially in kenya uh are very very low income uh, areas uh very very uh these are people who are doing kazi kwa mjengo uh, guys who are having to um And also guys if you can hear dogs barking uh, it's part of our ambience we just want to make it more <laughs> more relatable all i'm saying is that men are in my opinion uh, out there much more than women uh, on a general point of view i agree with you men may be out more than women but for example i'll take an example of my household um i work my mom works We are the women who go out every day. Yes. So already it's skewed kidogo. Yes. But um in like to take it to look at it from another perspective, if you see people who go to 1824 and afungiwa ndani because they had to drink and it's covid time, who are those? I don't think we also know enough about that. Like honestly, the truth is you've just said two statements that I think are slightly contradicting each other. If you the first statement was around the biology which is um the women have higher immunity I have never read the study uh but I, I I'm I'm interested in like learning more about that it means if me and you are in a place and we're exposed to the same situations you're likely to fall ill yes so that already I think disputes that no- notion that men are falling ill more because they are out more uh, I would say they build each other because of the fact that if my immunity is more likely to be vulnerable and I'm out more that would mean then my likelihood also of getting ill doubles so i, I wouldn't say maybe they contradict but they build on each other and are men out more because they have to be out more We, that's the thing that i do, i don't know enough about or is because they are just generally disobeying um the the guidelines there's two construction sites one we are about to go back to one we went back to i think a month ago like when you are still deep in lockdown mm-hmm. uh the contractor told me that it's his workers who told him to try and push to come back to work because they can't by that point they'd stayed at home for two or three months mm-hmm. bills were piling up yes they needed income so they need to to, to go back to work in a construction site uh as work in health and safety maybe we'll have to come up with protocols that work during pandemics but as of now there's no distancing there's no mask wearing like all the precautions that you're supposed to take so a construction site who work mostly in a construction site there is an inequality 
in the workplace. There has been an inequality for a really long time where there's more men who are... No, if you look at all the industries in the world and you look at the ratios of men and women who are at work, there are more men at work in formal employment than there are women. That's a proven fact. And um, in, in the recent layoffs, there are more women who have been affected by COVID and unemployment, which again just goes back to the gender inequalities in the workplace. So more women have been laid off as opposed to men. However, where we... like. That doesn't mean in the informal sector, where not many people are tracking, we have very little data about the informal sector. It's not to say that the informal sector, um, there's more men who are working there than women. We don't, we don't have, right now in COVID, I'm talking about like right now in COVID, we don't, we don't have enough info saying that more men are leaving the house than women. We don't have enough data saying that, especially going to work. We don't know, we don't, we don't know that enough. And as I said, I don't know whether men are leaving because they have to and the women don't have to so they, because they're being taken care of because I don't know. I, I, just, I, don't, I don't agree with that data and, I, and maybe I'm, I'm wrong, but I may need to see that data to see that like actually men are out because they have to more than women. In my specific context, men are going out more than women. It's too small a data set yeah, for it to be taken yeah, as, yeah, yes, as the gospel truth for yeah. everything. I, I would be of the opinion though, uh, I would be of the opinion that if you, if you, if you were to extrapolate it from um, the data that exists for um, the kind of work that uh, Cyrus is talking about, yes, 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 yes. The, and I would say that work and those kinds of jobs, these are jobs where you're not able to work remotely. Like if, if we can't take that industry and we can't use that industry in this conversation even because we could also mention a lot of other industries. Housekeeping is mostly women. House, women are leaving their houses to go clean other houses. EPZ, mostly women. If you look at like um, industries like call centers, which have remained active throughout COVID, mostly women. Uh, so we can't say conclusively that like that sector represents a majority. But 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 uh, in Gashen, I would I would say that I would I agree I do agree with you that we do not have that data. But I'm saying we are able to extrapolate from. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about from one industry, Kevin. I'm, all I'm saying is, we we have um, the kinds of jobs that uh, guys are getting more exposed right now. People who are doing um, delivery, uh, house delivery, uh, home deliveries. People are interacting one on one. You see, I know. Yes, directly. But now I'm saying. But I'm saying uh, the kinds of jobs where, uh, and let's look at our context in Kenya. Uh, the kind of jobs where. Uh, People are having FaceTime. We're having FaceTime with each other, right? Uh, if you look at the the, uh, the kinds of jobs I'm talking about, what uh, wanafanya like komatatu, people who are working, um, uh, uh, gikomba even more it has more men than women. There's data that shows that, right? The people who are working in the informal sector, the juakali, the people who are working in construction, the people who are working in home deliveries, where you you you. On a daily basis, you're having FaceTime with multiple, 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 different, different people. These are people, these, these are jobs where, and I'm saying, and definitely agree with you, we do not have concrete data, right? But, but you can be able to extrapolate it from. I'm disagreeing that we can extrapolate data based on only sectors you have mentioned that are only majority men. There are sectors that are, for every sector you mention where that is majority men, I can mention a counter sector that is majority women. Nurses, nurses, indirect contract, contract yes. with, with COVID patients, majority women. And you can see they are being exposed to COVID. But still, even in that, uh, it's still men, even in that, uh -huh. men are still, even if you take all the sectors that are currently active, that 
have majority women, majority men, in those contexts, still more men are getting affected. So mm. I, like, I can, we cannot extrapolate no, no, no. from those sectors. I don't think it's like a, a fair extrapolation. I think we can go back to what Moret was saying. It's more of a, a, a build up on different things. Like immunity plus even let's say a job has 50-50 men and women. There's one, let's say men may be more susceptible. Sus- 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 Susceptible. I'll agree with Ngashe when she says, as of now, we don't have enough information yeah. to, to draw any conclusions. Yeah. Is it that more men need to be out or is it that more men want to be out? That's a good question. Yeah. That's a very good question. Saying that more men have to be out is inaccurate. Mm-hmm. For me, that's absolutely yeah. inaccurate. So, is it that men, more men just want to go out? Yeah. But anecdotally, when the when when the when when the when the when the lockdowns happened, and men, especially men who are married, had to now stay home, the biggest uproar was from men just being like, "Crap! Like, I have to be in the house, like with my wife and my children. Oh my gosh, the horror! You know, the, like the uproar came from men more than women. So, <laughs> and what was the problem with that? We that, good. That, then men are they out because they have because to, that, that, uh, that, that, because that this is how I say it. That answers the question. I think I think I think, men, I think it, it all boils down to the differences between men and women. Yeah, men but, and women are different, even even but, fundamentally biologically. But you're answering the question for us. Exactly. The question is: Are men out because they have to be out, or, or are men out because out. they want to be out? Because that then because now you're answering the question. Yeah. Well, they they, they have to be out. <laughs> they have to be out because they need to be out. No, no, no. You see. Her point was, there was an uproar from men because um, we now had a lockdown. People have to stay at home. They're like, hey, man, yeah. Yani, this wife I married and these children yeah. I, have to, I have to be with them all the time. <laughs> so do, do they leave the house because... You had the jokes of people to going to get bread in Judah? Yeah. Yes, just because you want to be outside. Yes. You see, so this You're now to go get bread, you go as far away as you can. The risk is because... Is, does it now look like the risk is higher because they... They want to be out. Yeah. Men were sitting in their cars in the parking lots drinking just because they, they just I've been cooped be up in the house all day. House. I will say I will say it's because men to be want, want want to be out. Mm-hmm. Men for one want to be out. Mm-hmm. And I will say that part of the reason why they want to be out is because the women are wired is generally on average, uh men men to be if like if you if you're comparing men and women, men tend to be like more adventurous, more risk taking than women so and and like men most men on average like i always like i wish you could see the faces of female contributors are making at yeah, statements. Yeah. <laughs> so like, like like men men always like need to be out there like I believe you. taking risks and everything so like being confined in, at home imagine we're in the middle of a pandemic exactly we're in the middle of a pandemic like, that's especially when uh that masculine side comes out like okay. So, so it's for okay. We are in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, children. Let, let's let's children go get biologically. From the children biologically need to be out playing. <laughs> biologically, they are like they are like adventurous. They like want to be outside. They want to explore the world. That's like how they are, especially when they're like toddlers. We are in the middle of a global pandemic, guys. Like the kids. Yeah, what the risk taking? Can you like leave it in your house or like stay with it in the house for a little bit? The intention for this episode was to debunk Caro's video, but Titus seems to be inadvertently proving her point. <laughs> yeah, but 
But still, there's <laughs> there's that aspect maybe overlooking of many men are breadwinners in family, especially low income families, and they do need to go out and like look for money, support their families. So maybe that adventurous side is they understand yes, there's a risk, but also us staying at home, there's that part we can we can still die exactly and that's what i'm saying and that's what i'm agreeing with you kevin that uh, when you look at when you look at the aspect of being adventurous and the aspect of generally and i'm sure i'm about to get a slap <laughs> on the face for the statement i'm about to make um generally uh, in most households men tend to be the breadwinners tend to be the ones to go out to look for money to look for food for the family so when you couple the fact that yes one they are bre- uh, they are breadwinners uh, two they are very adventurous and confinement kind of is itchy and thirdly the 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 chromosomal uh, 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 disposition the disposition that they have you realize that the numbers tend to skew against men and that's what I'm saying. Uh, we should we should look at it from a, a global point of view. We should look at it from a general point of view, where the, it's a multifactored, it's a ma- multifaceted um, issue. And how Caroline oversimplified it, I think she she. Uh, and and I think let, let, let me just take a moment from my from my my my, my diplomacy here. Caroline Sazigine, let me f- for you. <laughs> Caroline, sometimes I feel like she takes a moral high hose. She she tends to um, because it felt in that video like she was attacking men. She she was she, she was lecturing us on how to 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 um. To behave, but at the end, without from her 300k per month house, penthouse somewhere on top of Nini working from home, without realizing that there there are very very many men who don't eat meat this, every day. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it, like meat is premium. As Ingashen is saying, in the middle of a pandemic, meat is premium. There are and fruits. Yeah, like there there are men. There are men out there who, even their personal hygiene is at this moment secondary. Like my family is out, my family is going to go hungry if I don't do what needs to be done. On on that, um, something also I wanted I also wanted to say was there's also that um, societal like pressure men have. It's yes, there's a pandemic and all that, but your sole role is like in a family is you have to provide so there's that pressure of ukonyumbani your family doesn't have food you're just sitting there saying it's a pandemic there's there's a way people will perceive you say i can't i can't go to work because there's covid your wife will be the first person to roast yes. you yeah, yeah like ukoapa chakula and all that so what kind of man are you yeah so there's also that pressure so from from what you've said so karo hurt our feelings very much. Hashtag fragile <laughs> masculinity. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Ha- hashtag male tears are so sweet. Yeah. yeah. Let's take a moment and I uh, appreciate Ingashan. She's just provided us with some yeah. very good yeah. lunch. <laughs> Guys, you are taking pizza and chicken. You, you, you should see Tito's face. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is this. Um, one of the leading uh, causes, and I think it's Tito mentioned this to me a while ago, one of the leading reasons for divorce is not even infidelity. It's 
It's finances. It's yeah. money. When when we hear that the highest reason of divorce is money, we we sometimes automatically assume that it's men not having money, which is not necessarily a fact. So the the reasons for divorce being money is because of disagreements due to money. It could be disagreements because the ma- women, woman is making more money. It could be disagreements because of like people's spending habits. It could be like the it's disagreements due to money. It's not necessarily men having less money. But but we also so we we are in agreement in the fact that it's a multifactored. Yeah. This dog is about to start barking at me. Yeah, yeah Muriti is so, really afraid of dogs. I'm afraid, uh, afraid of dogs. There's a dog a, la- sniffing his <laughs> sniffing his <laughs> leg right what now. What kind of man are you? <laughs> <laughs> afraid of a female dog. <laughs> me, I am okay. I'll hire security guards if I have to. I'll work hard enough. I don't need anyway. So uh, all I'm saying is um, we agree it's a multifactored uh, issue. It, it, uh, we can we we can also agree. That even the lack or the insufficiency of funds of men is also one big contributing factor. I'm looking at the statistics from the Kenya National Bureau of Statistics, just so that we have clarity on who's working and who's not working. This is February 2020. Okay. Yeah. So out of of a total of 13.8 million people in rural Kenya in employment... um, 7.2 7.2 million are women, 6.6 are men. Employed. This is in rural. Um, this is the results show that the economic economically active population was 22.3 million, comprising of 19.7 million, and those seeking work of 2.4 who are 2.6 million. Then females accounted for 50.2 percent yeah. of the total working population. Yeah. So this idea that comes from 1960 where men think that they sit they work and the money comes in the house from them is it's incorrect it's inaccurate we have gotten to a point where we i think all of us have married friends and we know this men and women both of them they wake up in the morning they go to work yes, yes. so i i don't understand where it comes from where men think that like that's a perception that yeah. men work more than women i would put at it in two factors i would look at it in I'd, I'd Hashtag look at janira destroys <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag facts don't care about our feelings. <laughs> let me let me let me let me let me respond to what Janira said. No, let me respond to what Janira said. I would say that um, it is true, uh, but the, the 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 and I think it's something also Ingashen also kind of alluded to. When you look at data from a global point of view, I, I feel like you missed some of the nuances that might um, kind of. Um, sway the conversation in a different direction. Yeah. For example, now, um, I would, uh, they've said, like, in the rural areas, women appear to be, to be working more. But, uh, let, let's build up from this. When you, uh, majority of Kenyans wa- uh, are in the rural area, right? R- people working uh, in the rural area. And so you find, you'll find that in a household um, that has the mother, the, in shags, in shags, for example, the mother, the daughter, da, da, all of them on a wanaenda kulima. The husband also leaves, uh, and also, uh, so you, you you might see it might seem, and it is indeed the case that women in the rural areas appear to be more economically active because of the demographical structure that exists in that uh, in that kind of setup. We, we cannot run away from the fact that uh, we uh, in, in the society it is expected, and we cannot detach ourselves from society. It is expected 
that the man should provide. In, even where the man and the wife are going to work, it is expected that the man uh, is a breadwinner. I I would, I would like I, I would like to challenge that a little bit. Um, and this is based on personal experience. And um, I think that expectation right now, and I'm speaking about people who are in our demograph, that expectation right now is more inside in men's heads yeah. than in the society. Agreed. And, and this, I and beg to differ, respectfully. And, and, and please uh, just recognize that you're differing as a man. Yes. So just like also just like recognize that because from the, from the interactions I've had with my female friends in, in my demographic, and I have a lot of a lot of female friends who are earning more than their men or like who are earning equal to the men that they are married to or living with. And even in those circumstances, with the conversations I have had with my people, it's still in the man's head that we expect we expect them to be breadwinners. You, you, you're, you're disagreeing as a man. Just like also recognize I'm the that. one who feels that pressure, not you. Exactly. That it's pressure. Not, what I'm saying. It's not in my head. What I'm saying. It's not in my head. What I'm saying is that it's that pressure, that pressure seems right now to be a lot more driven internally by the man as opposed to driven by the women that they are going to be with. That's just like. How is that idea planted in my head to begin with? It's an, it's an age old. It's yeah. an age old. It's a societal thing. Exactly. Yes. But that societal thing is from when you were, you were born to growing up, things change over the years. The same way, when I grew up, more women were, were at home than men. But I don't expect, I have moved away from that. And I don't expect that I will just sit at home and my husband will provide for me. Women have evolved from that archaic reasoning. But it, more and more, men has, have still remained in that, like, I am still expected to be a breadwinner and my wife is still expected to be the one who takes care of the household. No, no, no. The second part, I don't hold that particular view, mm-hmm. but the pressure is there for me to it's be... It's internal. It's internal. It's not internal. It's more internal. It's not internal. It's, it's, it's societal. Yes. But, but it's because but, it's age old. It's yeah. not... Recent. It's God-given. Also, no. no. eh? so in eh? do you believe that there are differences uh, between men and women that are God-given, mm-hmm. and which flow into maybe the different um, roles in a family? Yes, I believe that men and women are fundamentally different, and I believe that there are roles and responsibilities assigned to men and women. But I also believe, and this is a this is a very very wide topic, and I don't want us to go into it right now. But I also believe that those fundamental differences have been exploited to an extent by human beings and completely misunderstood over time, o- over years and years of time. Like there's nowhere. I'll give you a random example, and this is I would like us to talk about this like topically as opposed to like Christians, men and women. But like there's nowhere in the Bible that says the woman should wash dishes, right? But over years, the society and like how we have been bred and how we've been grown. There are a, there is an expectation that women should wash dishes, and many Christians have used the argument that men and women are fundamentally different to justify that women should be the one washing dishes. So that's an example where I think it's a misunderstanding, and it's like a complete skewing of what that those gender roles in the Bible um, actually meant. So, so I, I I I agree with Ingashen. I agree with, uh, with Ingashen uh, on two factors. One, um, we have to look at it. Uh, this thing, this issue is 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 a structural issue. It's something that uh, uh, stru- is very structural, and secondly, it's very contextual. Yeah. 
to the to to to, to the kind of society and culture that you are dealing with. Yeah. That is the third big word let, of the conversation. Let me, <laughs> let, me, let, me let, 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 let me let me build up my point. And all I'm saying is, all, all I'm saying is, hey, today we have big words. So big. <laughs> we are so huge. We are so good. <laughs> but anyway, so um, we have we have uh, it, um. I do honestly. Uh, uh, I was uh, there's a guy called Bob Buckley. He's, he's a theologian that I really like. He was talking. He's saying that when you look at the Bible, uh, just on the surface of it, um, it has been used to justify slavery. Yeah. The Bible has been used to uh, deny women universal suffrage, uh, the right to vote. So the Bible, when you look at it on the surface, there are uh, and uh, it it can be weaponized. Yeah. The Bible can easily be weaponized against certain people, certain demographics. It's very easy to do that. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I sometimes I usually, uh, and it's, a, it's a something I also agreed with Bob Atley. When you're looking at the Bible, you need to look at it from uh, from a certain context. Uh, uh, the, the culture, the culture, uh, it was authored within a certain culture. Uh, we agree to disagree. Uh, clearly, I can see it on Dito's face. Yes, but uh, but now to build back to build back to what um, so before you go on, mm-hmm. I agree with what Ingashian has said. I was about to agree with her about the gender roles. <laughs> I was about to uh, you, you've interrupted me to agree. Sorry, 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 sorry. As I was about to agree with Ingashian, to agree with Ingashian. Uh, um, I think I'm I'm more sympathetic to feminist issues than some of most of men my age, but that issue of pressure. <laughs> of gender expectations and gender roles. Mm. That is a hill I will die on. That is not, a, <laughs> just let, that let is not an internal issue. Yeah. That is, I think. That let me finish actually. There. That's where I was about. Why do you feel that? The pressure. Yeah. That's a whole other conversation. That's what I was about to say. That's, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. So, have. Before we finish that conversation. Yes. We are not finishing it actually, but yeah. <laughs> let, let me be, let me agree with Ingasha. I agree with her and uh, then I can yeah, say yes, something. Yes. Yeah. So we agree that there is a context to it. Then also, if we can agree that there is a there is a cultural context to it, then we can also agree that we as men are part of a certain cultural context. Yeah. We are part of a, of, a, of 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 a particular a particular. Particular. Okay. There's a particular cultural environment that we live in, and so which you have propagated. No, 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 no. Mm. Which has been handed down over time. By by yeah, the society, I know, by other men. Yeah. It's not always men. Society it was working for you now. You it see, seems yeah, society. No, no, no. Society is usually a construct uh-huh. of men and women and children and everyone in it. I yes. agree with you. Okay, but so, also, so no, if to, we look at it historically, mm-hmm. men have had the power to propagate yeah, certain values. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you can't say that it's been influenced by men, by men and women. But mm-hmm. to, to be honest, mm-hmm. it's men who have actually held the mantle and said, yeah, "This is really this is what we are taking forward." You see, Janira, and that's what I'm saying. At this point, yes, yes, you are you are being oppressed by the patriarchy. So, so now my point is. Wait, my my wait, point is, guys, let's let's let, no. We are going to. I want to take it back to to the issue of why men uh, are, are going out. She has a very good question. Are men going out because they have to, or because they want to? So now, to, on the point of ingression, men are going out because they have to, and because they want to. Those two factors are working together because they have to go out and because they want to because a man is expected from the current societal 
context that we're living within to provide for the family. So it's very, very important. So it's very, very important that the man goes out to provide for the family. And also the Akina, Akina, Uyu Sakaja, who go out because they want yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Led by our, our senator. Yeah? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think also it is, um, it cannot be generalized in this sense that um, we say that men are expected to um, provide because even now in the context of dating and when I'm, when I'm talking to the person I'm dating, we, I think we have already gotten to the point where I understand that. I will not sit down and expect that he will bring home the bacon. There's no expectation from me uh, that I will sit in the house or even if I go to work, that my money is my money and his money is our money. For me, there's no expectation of that. So, yes, you're saying that there's an expectation for men to do that. But also, I think it's also, you consider it on a case-to-case basis. We have to look at it from a general point of view. That Your man might not expect that. But what does your dad and mom expect of your man? My mother as a provider (laughs) (laughs) does not have the expectation that Uh a man will take me and take care of me. Okay. Yeah, like the, for me, for mm. me personally, mm-hmm. that is not the expectation. And for Ingashan as well, I can and, tell. And for me, I have asked. I have asked my father, like, hey, like, what do you expect of my future partner with regards to finances? And he has categorically said to me that, like, two people living in one house need to decide by themselves how they are going to survive. So I know for a fact that even though my father was very like very uh, misogynistic in his thinking and i hope he's not listening to this podcast um, <laughs> in the past he has evolved over time um, and now he thinks very differently about the roles financial roles of men and women i wanted to bring you back to some point we raised but i don't think we fully addressed where you, you guys said that uh, caroline had our feelings <laughs> The part, the part where I think most men took offense is um, like the tone she was taking yeah. and, and what she was implying that um, maybe generally men are kind of irresponsible because I think in, during a pandemic you would expect there's this uh, general expectation of personal responsibility and she was trying to like lecture the men um, in that like the men are not being responsible and I think that's, that's what... Yes, that's what I don't think. Because, because I think, and I'm of the opinion that men are out there doing what doing what they have to do. For the most of them, for the most for, for the most part. Well, I think to me, I've been silent because the ideas I came in with, <laughs> yeah, I've been shattered. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, hey, Carol is right. <laughs> We're kind of irresponsible. <laughs> But you see, you also have to acknowledge that it's true. If you're not responsible for yourself and you live with other people, then you are being responsible, for, you know, for the family as well. Yeah, so I don't think it's a lie. Did it hurt our feelings because it's true? <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> so, um, so I think we can all agree that our feelings were hurt by Caroline's tone. How dare she uh, to- take that tone with a man? And actually, I think it's a very it's 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 our pride. It's a somehow in one part, I think our misogynistic pride that would um, how dare she? Yeah. Uh, but also, I think also the fact that she was she was People don't like to be told the truth. So uh, so the, the, so 
Anyway, so my winding my winding up opinion would be that uh, men go out. And this is a message to you, Caroline. Men go out because not because men go out because they want to and they have to. There is no but about it. It's men go out because they must and some go out because um they can. Yeah. So um my summation is like my friend here. We came here with the express intention to debunk Caroline. <laughs> but the more we thought about it, I am now on her side. I don't even mind the tone <laughs> that she took with us. My pleas to men, especially men who have families. Family is a beautiful thing. And the opportunity to stay at home locked down with your family is not a punishment. Like it should actually be something. Like we have to say that it's not a punishment. It's not a punishment, guys. We promise. Like it's not a punishment. And you really need to you really need to like search deep within yourselves and ask yourselves why do you feel like that? Um yeah, stick away. Last message to the men, do what you have to do, take care of your family. Yeah. Um first of all, men who who think that staying at home is a punishment. They need to search deeper, <laughs> search deep within, and understand why it feels like a punishment. But um, I think it's just generally people should be more careful because yeah. we all have to go out. I have to go out, Tikashan. Yeah. I know you have to go out, Mureti. Yeah. So it's just if you have to go, if you don't have to go, don't go. Mm. Um, but if you have to go, just be more careful. Yeah. yeah. And thank you guys for joining us today for this uh, podcast. We hope we earn the value of your time. And join us next time for the next episode. Bye. Eat fruit. Eat fruit. Sanitize. Eat fruit. Sanitize. Bye.